Welcome to When Doc Speaks. I am your host, Doc Holly. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I hope you guys are well. Listen, you know, I wanted to talk about trendy dating uh, because that is a thing. And a lot of times when I'm looking around, I'm doing kind of like some research and everything. I'm looking for things that is kind of trending um, in, the, in this dating area. And I think it's important to pay attention to these things because it kind of gives an answer as to why you may be having the experiences that you are experiencing in uh, what they call the dating game. Okay. So to me, every, every single year, <laughs> every single year without fail, like we're going to experience like different things that's going to be trending, fads, etc. And in my opinion, there is no exception when it comes to dating. Right. So I think that it's very important that, you know, um, if you're at a point to where you're like, I'm so exhausted with this, uh, the apps and I'm not getting access, you know, all this scrolling and swiping, uh, you know, left or clicking X or whatever. Um, <laughs> you're like, I, I, I think I may, you know, want to try something different. So I wanted to kind of go over some things that are some trends to kind of put some things in your head and in your heart so that you can pay attention to, because, uh, these kind of things are helpful and it helps us to be very mindful of our time because that's one thing we can't get back, right? <laughs> so listen, the first thing I want to talk to you about is dry dating. Oh my Lord. So with this whole dry dating thing, um, there, there's a lot of people that are basically going back to the drawing board as it relates to, um, you know, how they feel about relationships and um they want to you know kind of figure out you know uh let me just put myself out there in such a place to where um maybe it's not just going on an app and swiping maybe i'm just out at a club and i'm just meeting or just saying yes just to simply get out there um, I think it's very important to be able to make mention of this. So as we're trying to connect the dots about these whole dry dating thing, it is a way for people to practice sobriety. And I think that that's a, ph- a, a, a phenomenal thing. You know, you want to live holistically. And a lot of times the best thing that we can do is to not um, have a drink um, of, of alcohol while out on a date. It's just a date without alcohol, right? <laughs> There's some research that's done on Bumble. Uh, it shows that 62% of the people, the population, believe that they are more likely to form deeper and more genuine uh, connections if they date without alcohol. And I think that that's very telling. Um, and I think this is why we are seeing the emergence of dry dating. And so for you know some women, this has resulted in a radical change in their approach in the dating world. So I think that this is something to take note of. Um, if you are one that um, typically would you know be interested in going out uh, to have a date with alcohol, this is where I encourage people to go out and um, embrace coffee dates. You know, go to a smoothie shop, uh, go to a juice bar, like do something like that that's a little bit different. It still allows for you to have a conversation, but without alcohol. Uh, a lot of times when we we become inebriated, um, and even if it's a little bit tipsy, you're not able to make the best decisions as a whole. So you really want to play it smart in in, in this area. So um, I think that's something to, to look into, right? So just consider starting off. I think that's a healthy dating habit. 
try the, you know, dry dating um, and, and, and do away with the drinks. No, no more alcohol on dates. <laughs> All right. So the next point that I want to make is um, as far as trendy dating is hesitating. I, I wouldn't think that this is a thing, but it is. <laughs> but you know what? With the pandemic, y'all, it has brought about some trends that have just really been a game changer. That's like really, really weird. Like, seriously, I know a lot of people are like, WTF, what is hesitating? I know, I know. And so hesitating is where one is feeling indifferent about dating or is unsure if they want to date either seriously or casually. Um, and, and for me personally, this is one that can really put a damper when it comes to dating, especially if you cross paths with someone who has FODA. If, if you've ever heard me talk about this before, <laughs> FODA, fear of dating again, FODA, OMG. See, this stuff is a thing, guys, and we have to pay attention to this because um, with, with the pandemic, um, with the experiences and the onset of online dating apps, you a lot of the experiences that people are having when it comes to online dating is you do have people who is like very indecisive about what they want to do in this dating scene or they do have photo. And so this is something that is a trend. You do want to pay attention to these type of things. Um, I had read somewhere where Plenty of Fish, uh, the app POF, um, it, it was said that like 70% of singles says that hesitating um, is a very real thing. And so like they're polling people and, and, and engaging and they have a, a, a enough, a big, a large enough platform to be able to gauge people that are using their platform um, for dating purposes. So I'm not, I understand, but nonetheless, I digress. Um, you know, it's really like single people are like when it comes to that uncertainty, um, unfortunately, in your lives, you really don't need to bring that in dating. So my opinion on this is if you are uncertain about what you want to do in dating, this, when it comes to me, tells me that you are not content with self. And so it would be more conducive of you allowing yourself to find things that make you happy, um, spending more quality time with yourself, date yourself. A lot of people is like, what, what do you mean date yourself? Listen, the same way you date someone else, you date yourself and you do all the things where you're investing in yourself, being comfortable, being alone. Like it's okay to be single because that partner should in essence only enhance or complement your life. So it's really pretty much that simple. So in this space, uh, if you are finding or, or you're one of these people that are hesitating or have photo, you definitely want to spend a little bit more time with yourself to ensure that you're not wasting people's time or taking their choice away. That's a big thing for me. Um, don't ever take someone's choice away that really wants a committed relationship and you don't, you're, you're uncertain about what you want, but they know what they want. They know they want commitment and you're not there. Um, that does take that person's choice away, especially if you're not honest and truthful upfront. Okay. <laughs> so here's the next point. Listen, <laughs> if you, have you ever gone out to your Apple store or your Google play and, and looked at the apps for dating, um, you'll find that there's like dating apps for all every age <laughs> from 18 and up. There is a dating app for every age. And, and so in reality, we know in this space, like based on that, you know, where you're 60 plus 70 plus, whatever, um, you're never too old to find love. 
I mean, just you, you can look, you can look out there and and Google uh, dating apps for older people, and you'll find that there's so many that's out there. And typically, like um, you know, people who are older singles, they're going to use apps like Match, OkCupid, Bumble, or Hinge. Those are for the more seasoned people, in my opinion, forty and up. Um, it there are other apps that are going to be you know more conducive of you utilizing and staying a course and, and you know there are some out there so uh, i i want to you know one again we know that dating apps is definitely a trend and so i have looked up and i uh, did some research for like because i'm in my 40s so i always gauge it with my 40s but for example like the dating apps uh that they deem are good for people age 40 and over uh they're always going to go throw out eHarmony because it's been around the longest it is what it is um bumble adult friend finder so it's a eHarmony bumble adult friend finder match passion elite singles coffee meets bagel listen <laughs> now some of these i had never heard before i've heard of bumble of course but um and, and match and eHarmony but those other ones i had never heard about it but i you know it may be worth a try, maybe worth looking into because I think a lot of times too, when it comes to dating apps, it does have a lot to do with your demographics. So you do want to pay attention to those things. Find what works for you. There's something for everybody and just don't give up on your process. If you find that you are being inundated, um, you're, you're exhausted, you're not getting the results. Listen, pause, take a break from it. You know, don't stay in something and allow it to take your process. That's very, very important. But Again, I want to um, bring up these trendy dating things and of course, uh, utilizing apps is gonna be one. And so if you are 40 and plus, uh, some apps that they are saying are good apps for 40 and over to utilize are eHarmony, Bumble, Adult, Friend Finder, Match, Passion, Elite Singles, Coffee Meets Bagel, all right? (laughs) The next point I wanna make Flying solo, honey. Listen, embrace your singleness. You should be really proud being single. You should never be ashamed um, because you should be comfortable being alone. And I cannot tell you again how how many people are not comfortable be alone. Um, being in a relationship can be fun. You know, spending time, um, you know, with someone else. But spending time with yourself is amazing. And if you can do this and master that, this in itself is an amazing life skill that like you're not necessarily having to rely on others for your happiness. That right there is a game changer. So when you don't rely on others for your happiness and you know what it is to make yourself happy, it's a beautiful thing. This is why I say being comfortable alone is awesome. Master that. At the end of the day, it's just you. So it's awesome that you enjoy being alone. <laughs> it's, it's really that simple for me. You know, when when you are comfortable in being alone with yourself, content in your singleness, you get to learn a lot. It's self-discovery. You know who you are. You know, you don't need to be referred as this is so-and-so's, um, you know, a gal or, you know, guy or whatever the case may be. This is my lady, you know, my man. You don't have to have all these identities. It's not based on whether someone likes you or not, you know. Um, you know who you are. And I think that that's very important. And you're content in that space. And um, 
I, I just felt like that uh, a lot of times that people can get stuck in that. And in, in your singleness, it could be a time that you're really focusing on, um, and, and I mean, <laughs> setting goals and, and, and knocking out those goals when it comes to your career and your business. You know, use that time to, to become a trailblazer. Uh, we know that we shouldn't forget about the other part of our lives, you know, as we fall in love, like our friends and our kids and family and all that kind of stuff like that. But, you know, when it's all said and done, it is in a time of singleness, I'm telling you guys, that time you can be laser focused on your career um, in, in, or your business and really, really do it without distraction. Because that's what, you know, being single can do for you. It means that you don't have distractions and you can go after whatever you want. And so you can use that to your benefit. And, and you know, and in that, you know, being strong, you know, um, choosing to be single is a thing, right? Um, some people will look at it as if though it's a bad thing and you need to be in a relationship and all this kind of stuff. But the reality is, is no, it's not a bad thing choosing to be single because you could very well be working on yourself. And that's a beautiful part of where you're going. You don't want to end up being in a relationship and you're not ready for it because you have not done the work. We got to put in the work, right? All right. So here's another big thing um, that is happening with trendy dating is um, we are learning that more people are getting in tune with, I'll take emotional intelligence over physical attractiveness any day, right? And now listen, we understand that the physical aspect of a person, when you meet them, it's amazing. You want to be attracted to them. However, having the emotional intelligence is where you really want to go. And so um, Match did a, a singles report. And um, in that, it, it's like it, it showed that emotional maturity is like a thing, like people are gravitating towards that. And I think that that is an amazing thing to kind of see. Um, you know, this year for the first time ever, there was a drop in singles preferences for physical attractiveness, while, you know, preferences for, for partner traits like being open-minded and accepting, um, it increased. And that, that's what the report was kind of like talking in, in align with, like, you know, people are looking for, I want my partner to be, um, accepting of who I am, um, being more open-minded of my journey. Um, and I think that that's a great thing. I, I live by a principle as a love practitioner and it's our aura, A-U-R-A, our aura. <laughs> and it is acceptance, understanding, respect, and appreciation. A lot of people like to lead with relationships being foundationally built on love and trust and all those things. That stuff is a part of the recipe. But I'm telling you now, you can lead um, with an aura from the beginning. Because where love can grow, trust can be built and all these different things and maintain. Listen, I have to have respect for you. So when you look at the aura, acceptance, understanding, respect, appreciation, that is a recipe that definitely will allow for you to build something really, really solid. And so definitely want to kind of put um, pin to that. Also, in the and uh, in, in, it showed that like 83% of singles that were polled uh, are looking for emotional maturity in a partner over physical attractiveness, attractiveness because what we all know is true is this, looks fade they fade. Like, you know, you can be looking in a particular way and you exercise and you do all that. But listen, gravity changes 
um, you know, you start to get age spots and stuff just start looking a whole, you know, every 10 years, you just don't look the same. And that's just real. So we can't get caught up in the physical aspect. We need to make sure that we're definitely going for substance. All right. Now, listen, y'all know that I use Bumble. Anytime you done heard me did it. And so last but not least, I want to focus on the slow dating thing because I think a lot of people are experiencing this. And so um, slow dating is what it is, honey. It is what it is. Do you know that 55% of Bumble daters are taking longer to move a match offline? (laughs) That is so lame to me. You know, dating has changed in so many ways since the onset of this coronavirus that has come out. And um, it's just like we keep having so many different conversations that come out and people are being um, impacted by, you know, mental health challenges and all kind of stuff. And so with this stuff that's going on, it is creating this shift that we're seeing with these trends when it comes to uh, trendy dating and slow dating is one of those. And so uh, if you've been one that have been matching and chatting on Bumbles, such as myself, or looking for a relationship, it's possible that you have experienced slow dating. Even if you've never heard the term before, you've experienced it. And I'm telling you, slow dating is what it sounds like. People taking the time to get to know each other and build a connection before deciding if they want to pursue the relationship or meet in person. This is what you're experiencing. You know, there are a few reasons why this trend has emerged. First, you know, when you're dealing with the, like, you know, uh, the pandemic and we're being locked down and all this stuff, it, you know, it was difficult to really move around and offline and, and connect. So you had to be online and make it happen. And so this is a, that definitely created a time where we were more dedicated to getting to know each other virtual. Like it became a thing, you know, uh, COVID restrictions are, you know, being lifted and everything. So it does open up an opportunity for us to start making better connections. But I think people are really still stuck. This is why you're still experiencing you know, that whole uh, slow dating thing that's going on, you know, and I think, you know, with the restrictions being lifted up and everything, I think people are still taking this time to really have, you know, really serious conversations, um, you know, and and think about boundaries with the people that they're matching with as well, because they want to make sure that the person that they're meeting up with is, um, is, is definitely worth it you know, period. And like main thing, you better not have COVID. (laughs) But listen, on the other side of that, um, that goes beyond that. Another reason why slow dating is really like trending is because a lot of people um, have used the time being in the pandemic to really think about why they even want to be in a relationship. You know, people are starting to get to know themselves a lot more, which is why being okay with singleness is important. Um, so what you get now is, is that, you know, people are taking time to figure out who is in, isn't right for them. And so this is what we're experiencing, um, when we're actually uh, dealing with, uh, this trendy dating. So I hope this has been helpful for you guys, uh, and everything. Definitely listen, make sure that you have subscribed to the channel, like it, share it, do all those good things. I appreciate you so much. And until next time, you know what I say, you owe it to yourself. So honey, pay what is due.